You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. What if you met your soulmate on the worst day of your life? From two-time Grammy Award-winning director Melina Matsukas and written by Emmy Award winner Lena Waithe comes the unflinching new drama, Queen and Slim. While on a forgettable first date together, a black man and a black woman are pulled over for a minor traffic infraction. The situation escalates with sudden and tragic results when the man kills the police officer in self-defense. Terrified and in fear of their lives, the man and woman are forced to go on the run. But the incident is captured on video and goes viral, and the couple unwittingly become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for people across the country. As they drive, these two unlikely fugitives will discover themselves and each other in the most dire and desperate of circumstances, and will forge a deep and powerful love that will reveal their shared humanity and shape the rest of their lives. Starring Academy Award nominee Daniel Kaluuya and rising star Jody Turner-Smith, Queen and Slim is only in theaters November 27th. Welcome to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Angelica. I'm your host. And joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan. Say hey, Ryan. Hello. And we are here today to discuss episode nine of Power titled Scorched Earth. And before we get into the episode, I just want to say that I'm super hyped about the news that we got this weekend. How about you, Ryan? I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped. I'm excited. I want to know. I want to know more. (laughs) <laughs> well, Parade Magazine named us uh, number four in their top 24 list of podcasts for women, and they gave a special shout out to the Handmaid's Tale recap and the Power recap. So I kind of want to give myself a pat on the back for that. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I can't believe they just like us in here venting, having our girl talk. And yeah, that that was pretty cool. I know. I was just like, oh, we got a little shout out. And as much as work as I put into this podcast and putting together the recaps and everything, I'm going to let y'all know Ryan is the heart because this girl will text me, <laughs> call me, message me on Facebook. We recorded. We re- like she keeps me on schedule because, look, I'm a mom. I'm in school. I got a lot going on. And Ryan's like, eh, eh, eh. We gotta record. We gotta <laughs> record. You know, you know what it is though? It's really selfish because I really get uh, I really get into these shows and mm-hmm. I need somebody that I can call and talk to. Cause I can't okay. like, you know, most of my friends and family are not really into this stuff I'm watching. They're like okay. handmaids, what? So right. I need to have somebody that I can like vent with because really I want to call you and bother you like right that second, but you know, we no. have to keep on a schedule. I can't bother you like right now. So, exactly. you know, only for a certain time I can bother her, you know, so but I can right. say, but I really want to be like, right now when I watch this, I really want to see you like every gif, every uh, emotion uh, I can think of, any emoji. 
No, but you know, so it's like hashtag my life, Angelica. So I got to space it out a little bit. You know, I got to space it <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to talk to you, Ryan. It's that I literally have no time. But I okay, do appreciate it. Because I thought she didn't want to talk to me. So I feel better now. <laughs> I really appreciate <laughs> our girl talk when we record. I, As I always said, you're free to send me gifts. I always enjoy a gift. But the best <laughs> thing, I don't always have time to break it down. That's all. But this is what we got the podcast for. So yeah, This is, yeah. We just want you guys. We, like, thank you guys for listening it's just so much fun for us it's a blast yeah. for us and for them to recognize that you know parade magazine that was awesome yeah i'm still like gleefully happy about that so thank you parade and also special sa- shout out to our editor-in-chief jamie broadnecks because she's the one that let us do this like yes. she's yes like- and like put all that stuff together like what they talking about try to piece it together thank yeah. you jamie Thank you, Jamie. She just told us, like, go crazy. Have fun, kids. And here we are, living yep. the dream. <laughs> oh, yeah, going crazy. Don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, so thank you, guys. But let's get into the recap. So yes. this, <laughs> this episode is titled Scorched Earth. And I will agree with the title. And for those of you that aren't history buffs, back in the day, Uh-oh. whenever there was war, um, let's let's use the uh, Anglo-Saxons and the Vikings. Let's just go mm-hmm. with that one. They were always at war with each other, right? So instead of just you know going to war and beating them, they decided, nah, you're not going. You're not going to recover from this. We're not even going to let you recover. Not only are we going to steal your men, your women, your children, enslave them, we're also going to literally scorch the earth so all their crops were burned everything was burned to the ground so basically this society that they took over had no chance of rebuilding itself because they took every single resource pillaged it and burned it to the ground so that's where the term that very much explains this episode Mm-hmm. And that's the term <laughs> scorched earth. That's where it comes from. That's why they titled the episodes scorched earth. Um, you know, because basically Ghost was out here scorching earth. Uh, Tommy yes, had every intention of scorching the earth. Yes. Um, everybody was out for each other. Uh, the way, you know, Ghost was coming for, for Tommy, for Tasha. Like he was trying to eliminate his enemies. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad considering these are people that he loved. Um, at one point in time, but uh, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, so that guy. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts <laughs> on this episode, Ryan? Uh, I'm just so I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated in the way these characters are like going. Like it's like I know it because it's power, but it still doesn't make mm-hmm. it any easier. Yeah, it's just so. I mean, the only person I really wanted to I really wanted to talk to by the time this episode was done was Jesse Williams. That's really all. I mean, he had like <laughs> five lines, but that's really like the only person I wanted because I was so frustrated. I was just like, I just don't like anybody right now. It's just getting on my nerves. Yeah, there's really no one left to like at all. And like you said, the only one that we really care about is is Kadeem, uh Jesse yeah, Williams' I, character. So I was that's all I was here for. I was like, can we just pause it right here at the moment, you know, with the tattoos and stuff? Can we just leave it there? Because I'm just done. I wasn't, uh, can I be honest with you? I, as much as yeah, I love Jesse Williams and he's fine and everything and he's woke and he's right. everything I love in a man, them tattoos didn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the tattoos. <laughs> it, it just, because you know he doesn't wear a tattoo. I don't know. Maybe because yeah. he does. Yeah. 
He's a skin virgin. Like, I mean, I don't know if he has <laughs> tattoos or not, but you know, from what I see of him on TV, I've never seen his tattoos. So in my mind, he's a skin virgin. So to see him with all like all his neck tied, it just <laughs> it looked like they done took those uh the kitty ones that you kind of stick and peel, and I just oh not the stick and peel. <laughs> it just didn't sell it for me. As fine as he is, and then I'm just not used to seeing him be kind of like a tough guy. So yeah, I was I'm so into it because. It was something new, but I can't see. I can't see because I was making sure it wasn't just me. I was like, has he ever had tattoos in a row before? Like, what's going on? I don't think, and I've never seen. He's always been like, have you ever seen him play? He's not even really like a villain. He's more of like a thug. In right, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I can see your side of it. I, I, he had me going, but I can see your side of it because I have not seen him in anything where he's like tattooed and like actually a. <laughs> On a thug, on a thug level, but I, I can see both. I can see both. He got me conflicted now, and I'm like more into detail thinking about it. Yeah, and he's a good actor, but it just wasn't believable for me because I just haven't seen it from him. It just, it, it just fell flat for me. As fine as he is, um, I was just like, eh. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> like, I, was, I mean, he gave me, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, because that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it was cute, but you don't really want cute in that moment. I feel like, like I feel like he was really truly trying to be like a gangsta you know ready to go but we're all like oh but she's cute it's jesse right like we're just like oh jesse he's cute yeah no i i'm sorry sorry jesse (laughs) sorry jesse williams we love you we love you man yep yep i you know hopefully in the future we'll see you in more bad guy thuggish gangsta roles yeah maybe maybe like maybe like a little less tattoo maybe he just needed like one like in one location i don't know maybe he had too many of them It, it just I'm sorry, Jesse. Uh, sorry to this man. Sorry. Sorry to this man. Uh, so, well, that just kind of segues perfectly into this power bite, which I call Tommy's Tears. Um, oh, Tommy. Um, I don't even know if he had any tears. I think his eyes welled up, but I don't think any tears yeah, dropped. Yeah. It was a nice face, though, to open up the episode. I like that. It was. <laughs> so Tommy um, basically is, is outside of someone's home. Cash is in the backseat sleep. Obviously, they had a long night. This is literally the morning after Keisha's death. Um, so Tommy's going through it. You know, Keisha is the only woman that he really ever truly loved and, like, really gave himself to. So to lose her, that completely hardened him. Like, he's like... F the world, F everybody. You know, no one's for me. I have no one left. It's over. I'm a shell of a man. You know, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Cash is in the backseat. So he goes inside. He drops off Cash to his father, who has also been absent this entire s- series. We've never, I don't even know if we ever even got a name for for Keisha's baby dad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I had even, I actually forgot about it, to be honest. Right. And we were like, oh, he's like, Tommy, yeah. Hey, cutie. Um, but, uh, right, right. I was like, okay, I'm not mad at this ex. I don't know what he did yet, but I'm not mad at it. Not him. mad at all. I mean, even though it's Jesse. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Kadeem, which is the name of his character, and Tommy chop it up over Keisha, you know, and they're like, well, we can't believe Keisha's dead. You know, I wonder who did it. Um, and, and, you know, apparently Kadeem wants to handle it if need, if needed. And it looks like there's like a mutual respect between the two, considering the fact yeah. that, you know, Keisha was Kadeem's ex. They were together. And now, you know, well, not now, but up until the, her last breath, uh, she was with Tommy. Um, and Tommy's kind of taken on a, like a stepfather role with Cash. So they, there's mutual respect there. Um, and so 
you know, they they definitely are looking out for each other. And it's like, hey, if you need anything, let me know. If you find out anything about Keisha, let me know. I got you. They dap up. You know, it's, it's really bro-y. Um, and then Kadeem actually asks Tommy, are you, do you ever plan on seeing Cash again? That's a pretty loaded question for Tommy. Um, yeah, that, that was interesting. I thought that was, because at first, really, I thought that was going to be her brother. Cause I hadn't looked like I hadn't paid attention to any kind of like Twitter thing or anything like that. Oh God! <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh, well, maybe that's her brother. Until like you know, obviously, but after you get into it a little bit, but because I didn't expect them to be that cordial to each other. I mean, bro. I mean, dudes can be that way. I mean, I'm trying to think. I I don't know how my daughter's father would be <laughs> if he met. I oh my God, that'd be <laughs> hilarious and probably be like ghosting Q, like that kind yeah. of tension. Um, yeah. But I've been around. You know, uh, he he has uh, he has other, he's had other girlfriends. You know, he he has children with other people, yeah. and I've been around mm-hmm. them, and it's been fine. You know, it's like, hey, girl, your kid's cute, my kid's cute. Okay, hey, you know, it right, it, right, yeah. What we gonna beef about? We not with him, you know. So but that's true. Yeah, this is very mature and how it should be. I just thought I don't know why it shocked me so much, but I was just kind of sitting there like. Oh, this is this is cool. You know, they both gonna try to binge, you know, Keisha yeah, together. Right. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I I was with it. Um, but you know, obviously now that Keisha's gone, um, Cash is a very real reminder of the fact that she's no longer with them. And I'm not as much as Tommy loves Cash. I don't know if Tommy will ever be open to being around cash again just right 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 true it will cause him um so that's why he was like i don't know and kadeem wasn't even upset he was like look i get it i respect it yeah he was honest about it yeah yeah i mean it's it's sad but it's understandable when someone's grieving that they may not want to be around someone that's related to the person that died and it sounds terrible but i understand where tommy's coming from as much as he loves and cares for cash he needs a space and you know honestly this is the time for cash to bond with his father now that he's no longer with keisha most of the time because keisha's you know r.i.p she's gone um right so as he's walking out of kadeem's spot he sees the person he wants to see most in this world not uh <laughs> <laughs> it's blanca and blanca's just like hey tommy where were you the night of you know she just starts questioning him Tommy's like, look, woman, unless you're here to arrest me, leave me alone. Like, I had nothing to do with Keisha's death. And Blanca's like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And it, But, you know, she kind of sees in his eyes that he's serious. Like, yeah, he loved yeah. Keisha. That's He loved her. He would never hurt her. And he has an alibi. At the time of her death, he was at the mall buying a wedding wing for, for her, you know? So he's like, I, I had nothing to do with Keisha's death. So she's like, well, who did you send? He's like, what? I love that one. Why would I do that? Um, and for what? Blanca's like, all right, all right, well, but we'll be watching you. Because <laughs> she was basically... She had to get that block alive yeah. when she left. You know, you can't just leave it. You can't just leave it out. Yeah, because initially she was just like, why are you so calm? Like, I would think you'd be upset considering, you know, your, the love of your life was killed. And, and Tommy's basically sitting there like... I mean, he doesn't say it, but in so many words, like, I'm broken. Like, what do you want from me, woman? Like... 
I I wanted to be like, do you know the body count this guy has? That is broken for him. (laughs) Like he, he literally was on his knees crying when he found somebody like he, he grieved. He, 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 he manned up and he, I mean, he's not good, but he's not going to show Blanca emotion. Like he's not, I don't know you. Why would I show you that I'm upset? Like you should, I'm upset, but I'm not going to cry. Like get out of here. So he got into his car, which is probably like the third or fourth car that he's gotten this season. Really? I was like, man, I can't keep up with these cars. Yeah, Jesus. I miss his old blue bus thing, but it is what it is. Yeah, they need to bring, they need to they make a comeback. They got to. Um, so he heads out. Um, and then he ends up meeting up with his crew at the warehouse. Um, well, actually, he doesn't meet with them. He's basically at back at his apartment. And... 2-Bit is on the phone with him and as usual 2-Bit always wants to question him he's like yo meet me at the spot you know we got some things to talk about you know Jason's gonna give us another shipment I'll see y'all there and 2-Bit's like well what about ghosts he's like man why are you always gonna bring up ghosts <laughs> like don't worry about yeah, it they always bring up ghosts yeah they always bring up ghosts he's like he's done we're done with ghosts and we'll talk about you know what tommy was talking about when he said he was done with ghosts for good um later on in, in another power bite but he's like man stop bringing up ghosts like he's handled we good uh so back at the warehouse the crew is nervous. So the two-bit spanky, they're nervous. You know, Tommy's been acting erratic lately, even before, you know, things with Keisha went down. He hasn't really been himself because he's been at war with ghosts. And then he's had Jason over top of him. Uh, so they're like, yo, this nigga's... Oh, did I say the N-word? Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's what I call it. show bring it out of you because I'm pretty sure they dropped it about 10 times. Like, I'm pretty sure they had it in this episode a lot. I can't help myself. I start getting into character and I just start dropping... That she, you know, she was fully embracing that crew of Tommy. You know, Tommy's crew. They got the N word. The N word is coming it out. Comes out of the, I mean, can I can I be honest here? I use it all the time. I can't help myself, but I try to keep it. You know, uh, PG thirteen. <laughs> keep it G. Yeah, or PG thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen. Keep yeah. it PG thirteen for the podcast, so we don't alienate younger viewers. But as I've always been saying, uh, younger viewers or listeners really shouldn't be watching Power. But you never know. <laughs> That's what I say. Like you fully have to like you gotta already just preference your kids before they if they gotta listen to this and watch the show. Just be ready. I'm just saying. Oh lord, this is yeah. I actually you know mumble it under my breath every day when someone pisses me off. I just be like. <gasps> Like so, yeah, yeah, it comes out. Yeah, yeah, it comes, it comes out. out. See, we are episode nine. It's all right. It's all right. You made it. You made the episode I nine. Did. It's part of my vernacular. I'm sorry, my listeners. I am so sorry. See, this, this is this is what I'm saying. This is how frustrating this episode was. See, it's bringing it out of you. Oh my gosh! Back to my reenactment. Minus the n word. Oh, she <laughs> back into the character. There you, go. Uh, there you go. Pull back into the character. So they're just saying like he's been wilding. He's he's been acting crazy. He's been keeping them in the dark. And they actually have a new crew member ever since BG got taken out. Um. Oh yeah, who was that? I was like, who was that? I don't know who that was. <laughs> I was just like, I guess they put some random person in the crew. I'm like, who's the random guy? He just got sitting there. Like, what's going and on? And he acts like he's been here the whole time. Like, yeah, because he always keeps us in the dark. Like, who are you? <laughs> I was really sitting there. Like, I paused it for a minute. I was like, did I forget somebody? Like, who is this guy? I don't know who that man is. I mean, to quote Kiki Palmer, I wouldn't know that man if he was walking down the street. Sorry to this fan. Like, I don't, we don't know who that. I didn't even IMDB him. Like, I don't know who he is. He just, he. 
Oh man, he didn't. He didn't even get the IMDb. We was just like, keep it moving, keep it moving, because he he only had the one scene. Um, so <laughs> they're basically they're antsy. Like I said, he they Tommy's been keeping them in the dark. They're afraid they're gonna get popped. So they're like, we're not about to go down for him. And as they're saying them, the feds break into the warehouse. It's like they called them mm. up. Like, what? What's yep. the phrase like speak of the devil and he'll appear or something like that? Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what happened in this episode. So the feds popped up, they pulled up on them, raided the whole spot, and we'll get to why the feds showed up. Um, and conveniently, you know, Tommy is watching this <laughs> from behind the gate. Right. And I was just like, you know, this is just working so well. They already don't trust you. You said it from a distance looking. I was like, yeah, this just bodes really well. I mean, and then the fact that the whole crew, what got me was the whole crew was nervous. Yeah. Usually it's just like two bit or something, like just try to stir up some stuff. Right. Cause that's just him. But it's just like, oh God. I just don't, I'm so nervous for this. And then the fact that I mean, I, I guess Tommy could take all of them. Right. If you if you like really narrow it down. But I just don't like the fact that all of them are like, oh, he snitched or something. Right. So Spanky was Spanky's usually with Tubit. So if Tubit says it's one way, Spanky usually cosigns. And then the random right. guy that we don't know, I guess he he's with them. And we don't have BG. Like usually BG is the voice of reason. He's just like, yeah. hey, him, it's just like they just doing right. whatever. Without somebody, yeah, without any kind of voice of reason. Uh-huh. Yeah. So BG's usually like, hey, trust Tommy. He, you know, he got us. He, he would never do us like that. But BG's dead. So he's not there to kind of calm them down. So they're all in a frenzy. And unfortunately, um, despite the fact that Tommy wasn't the one to set them up, they were set up. So they kind of were right about his 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 going his coming and goings so yeah they see tommy behind the fence somehow the feds don't but they happen to see him and um <laughs> they're like he set us up and then tommy's sitting there watching his crew getting taken away and he's like that sob he set me up and he's talking about ghosts but it turns out ghosts never said nothing so it, it's, nope. it's kind of a, a web that they all weave. This is what we're talking about as far as scor- scorched earth. Um, even though it wasn't ghosts, Tommy, his whole earth got scorched. His crops got burnt down. His people are out. His crew are gone. So that 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 adds the segment on uh, on uh, Tommy. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. Is there something interfering with your happiness? or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me personally, I put really high expectations on myself and that can get really stressful. And many times it's kind of hard to talk to friends and family members about those things. And I need to speak to a professional. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash BGN. That's better H-E-L-P and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health. 
For Black Girl Nerds listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash BGN. That's betterhelp.com forward slash BGN and get 10% off your first month. Um, so actually, no, I'm I'm missing one small power bite of this power bite. <laughs> oh uh, boy, so, missing a power bite. Sorry, a little little crumb of the power bite. Um, so Tommy actually shows up to Keisha. Um, to Keisha, look at me getting all my women mixed up. To Tasha's Aww, apartment. I wish she was showing up to Keisha. Aww. Oh, she's gone. Um, so he should. <laughs> okay, and we're they're like Isha babies, like Keisha, Tasha, the Shahs are, are messing me up. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, I, it, actually, uh, here's a little side note. So, I actually was supposed to be named Aisha. Oh, gosh. But <laughs> my dad was like, oh, I want to name her Aisha because it was, I guess it was like a popular song in the 80s. I was about to say, that's, I don't know who did it, but I, I've heard the song, but I just can't think of the group right now. But that's what I was getting ready to say. Was it from that song? Yeah. So my dad was going to name me Aisha. And then like my mom wasn't really like a fan. She's like, eh, I don't really like it. So we ended up going with Angelica, um, which I'm probably giving away a secret here. But the reason why my name is Angelica is because my dad's this huge, um, comic book nerd and he named me after firestar um who is whose alias is angelica jones and so that's why i have my name oh and i I was googling while you're talking (laughs) and she's pretty dope i mean she was with us spider-man and his amazing friends so it was her spider-man iceman she was an avenger she was a x-men uh, she's in a few different forces, different teams. So basically, uh, you're a superhero when you're not podcasting is what you're trying to tell us. Exactly. That's it, that's that's the only thing I got from all that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So side note over. Back to the Ishas. Um, so, <laughs> so Tommy shows up at Tasha's apartment out of respect for their friendship or lack thereof. And he basically tells them about all the things that Ghost has been doing, how he's not the same person, how he basically dropped the dime on him. We as an audience know who really snitched. And as I said, we'll get to that later. Uh But Tommy's under the impression that Ghost killed Keisha and that he also sold him out to the feds. So in his mind, it's on. It's popping. I'm going to kill him. I don't need your permission. I'm just here to tell you. Um. And then Tasha's like, what? Keisha's dead. And she, <laughs> she, I feel like there was some horrible acting in that moment. It was. was, like, it was if just, anybody was just looking at her face, I was like, now y'all cannot, y'all can't tell she not hiding something. Like really, all the time y'all spending with her. I mean, Tariq called it, but yeah, she was showing Tariq some. Tariq did some call t- her out. Yeah, call her out. Some terrible acting skills. Yeah, um, I, I was I was like surprised by Tommy. I was like, now all the time y'all spent in the cars and stuff, you can't tell she lying. Yeah, it mm, yeah, it didn't. It it mm, we're just gonna go with the fact that he was grieving and he was crazed at that point. Yeah, that, and, yeah. We can give him that we can give him that excuse, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we're go with. But we'll speak a little bit more about that interaction, what happened when Tommy left the apartment between Tariq and Tasha. Um, but we're gonna move on to our next power bite, which I have titled Way Up. Um, <laughs> and it's it's like a double entendre because Ghost is on his way up. You know what I'm saying? He's trying yeah. to get out yeah, the game. 
right? Be legitimized. But at the same time, an elevator is a heavy part of this episode. So it goes way up. So mm. <laughs> there you go, people. Nice. Nice. Hey, we need nice. a pause button or something. We need like, you know, when you drop the ear. Yeah, we need a Yeah, we need something, yeah, to go in between there, yeah. <laughs> we need some sound effects. We need to add that. Uh, <laughs> wow, keep going. Uh, because I tell a lot of like dad jokes. Yeah, so and... we need a little, like we need something in between there, but you know, Jake was gonna be rolling her eyes when she edits this, by the way. But I just think there needs to be like something in between there. <laughs> She's gonna be like, "What is she talking about?" Right. <laughs> uh, but but Ghost is on his way up, and he is buying new property. Now we, as an audience, know that the reason for this new property is kind of to lure lure, lure lure Jason in <laughs> to killing him. Like that's what Ghost does. Just, man, Jason though, but he's that villain though. I don't, man. I don't know how I feel about that one. Jason's that dude, but you know how, how Tommy and Ghost are. Yeah. They have that, that head honcho and they, they take him out. So, I mean, they took out Lobos. They essentially took out the Jimenez's. Jason's the next big boss, the final boss, you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's trying to buy this property. And it's the first Can I just say the setup was weird? This lobby was very weird. weird. Very weird. It was just like, a lobby with a metal detector just in the middle of it like it just the feng shui just was yeah not. couldn't understand jason being a caliber gangster he is i couldn't understand why he walked in there in the first place it i, I mean i guess it was a plot device and i get why the lie de- the lie detector the the metal detector <laughs> they need those they, the metal need, de- they do need a lie detector i get why it was there but at the same time it just was oddly placed like it looked like yeah. an airport not the lobby we, i guess it was one of those things we weren't supposed to read into because it makes sense for these characters to be this like you know I, I feel like it wasn't even slick enough for ghosts to be honest uh, yeah i think the in the writing room they're just starting to run out of ideas no yeah probably on the this show yeah yeah they, They've done a good job, but you know, mm-hmm. with any show, as it gets into its later seasons, momentum starts to be lost and some right. things start to, some plot holes start to turn up. So I wasn't really a fan of this plot. Um, it was entertaining, but when I actually rewatched it and started to look at it, I was just like, this ain't adding up. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he's buying this property to lure, I cannot say this word, lure, lure. L-U-R-E, y'all. I cannot say this word. To 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 trap Jason. Yeah, I'm gonna say a trap, lure, you know, same thing. Lure, lure. I can't say lure. it. Lure. Jason into into a trap. <laughs> um, and so he he bought he's trying to buy the property. The real estate agent was like, you know, it's people are are putting in offers left and right. I have no idea why, but apparently it's a hot commodity. Um <laughs> so I she's like, I need some metal detectors or something. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know, but it's a hot commodity. The block is hot. They need to buy this property. We need a little sound effect. Black is hot. Black is hot. Um <laughs> and so ha, ha. uh so I need to buy this property. So Ghost is like, I got it, I got the money, we good. Um, so the real estate agent was like, okay, nice. I'll start putting together the offer. So the real estate agent walks in and then suddenly when ghost turns around, there's Lorette and Ramona. 
And I was like, where are they coming from? Right, <laughs> like, right. I'm like, was there a door on the side or something? Like, I, I missed something. I don't know. I missed something. <laughs> to quote Westworld, like, where's the door? What door? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, they were literally, he literally just turned around and was like, oh, okay. How you guys doing? Yeah, it was weird, but uh, I'm not going to pick it apart today. So, you know, <laughs> so they start talking about how Lorette is looking for a new running mate and, you know, how they want Ghost on a campaign. And Ghost just calls it like he sees it like you need a black best friend. Like you need the black vote and bringing me onto your campaign is the way to go. So at this point, Ghost just thinks that they're bringing him on just kind of like the same role that he had with Tate. But no, they have bigger plans for ghosts. They want him to run as her partner, as his, her, her lieutenant governor. So we're potentially looking at ghosts being the second most powerful person in the state of New York. Oh, man. And that's just gonna get, you know, he doesn't have an <laughs> ego right now. So that's just going to help him out so much. Yeah, like that head is going to get blown <laughs> up. Oh, God. Um, I mean, you can't. This guy can't get more arrogant, and now he's about to have a bigger position. It's, that's that's gonna be great, right? Like, you know, mayor of of one of the biggest states, uh, uh one of the biggest cities, one of the most populated. St- like he, it's New York. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this this could only lead to good things for uh, ghosts in the future. Right? He already ran the streets. Why not Albany? You know what I'm saying? Like, why yeah, not? I mean, you know, that's the next step. That's what I was thinking. That's the next step for him to go. That's the next step. So after Lorette and Ramona leave, he calls Tommy. Now Tommy's having a moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not crying, but he his them tears are welling up in his pretty blue eyes. Yeah. Um, and he has, you know, Keisha's ring, and he's looking at it, and and he 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 put it on a chain, it's like a wear it close to his heart. Like he's just having a moment. And Ghost calls him, the last person he wants to hear from at this point. But he answers the phone. And Ghost is like, hey, brother, did you do what I asked you to do? And Tommy's like, yeah, I got you. I did it. Like, he's just really calm. Yeah, which is not good for Tommy. Which is not. And then Ghost is like, okay, well, you know, you put put, put the piece where I told you to put it. And Tommy's like, yes, I put it in the elevator door. It's done. Peace, brother. And it's it's just like it's very eerie. Like he's, yeah, he's it is. It's very creepy. Like that peace brother. I was like, oh God. Right. Like peace be still. Like it was just Tommy was yeah. basically saying goodbye, brother. And so yeah, many words. And Ghost is just in his little world, like, oh, everything's just normal. He did everything I told him to do. Right. If Ghost was paying attention, he would know that Tommy is not sounding like Tommy. Like, to- there's yeah. something wrong with Tommy. But he's uh, so ha- high on the fact that he's about to be lieutenant governor, he's just not even thinking about it. Um, and so Ghost ends up meeting with Jason. And this is how he's getting the money for this property. He wants Jason to be his silent partner. They can go half halfsies um and this is a legitimate business and so it's kind of his way of i can't say the daggone word luring <laughs> jason <laughs> into a false sense of security like hey i'm yep. gonna make money for you you know this is gonna be great for us you get to have a property in queens it's gonna be good like i want you to check it out so jason's kind of on board and he's like okay i, I see what you're saying I'll, all right i'll check it out and then ghost does something dumb and he's like, yeah, and you can't be strapped. Neither one of us can be strapped. Right. Jason's like, to me, to me as a gangster though, I would have been like, 
Mm, maybe we can't meet then. Yes. I don't know. I just feel like there should be a code where if you if you're both two kingpins or two gangsters and you can't have your guns when you meet, you probably shouldn't do it. I don't know. I just feel like it's gonna end bad for one of the people. Exactly. And so Jason's obviously is suspicious at this point, and he's just like, "Don't tell me how to run my business." And t- and Ghost is like, "Oh, brother, I I mean no harm. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem." As as a sh- <laughs> as Shannon Sharp was pretty say. much what he said. Like I feel like you you were more entertaining than Ghost was, but that's pretty much how he backed off of that. He was like, like "That ain't no problem." He exactly what I'm up to right now. <laughs> that ain't no problem. He's like, I was just looking out. You know what I'm saying? I don't want either of, of us to walk out in handcuffs. You know they got metal detectors. I'm I'm just a suggestion. Do what you will. Um, and so he kind of walks out. He's like, have a drink. It's on me. <laughs> and he kind of <laughs> slithers his way out of it. So good job there. Yeah, very nice slithering. Very nice slithering. So um, back at the campaign office, uh, Tate wants to know who Lorette is working with. And we know, as the audience, yeah. we know what's happening. But Tate is in the dark. So, you know, Tate's like, I want St. Patrick out. He's no good for us. He's dangerous. That mother effer, you know, left me with scorched earth, which is, you know, that the title of the episode. Um, and Ramona plays along. She's like, okay, that's fine. And he's just like, I got a plan. And she's like, what's the plan? He's like, I, I'll tell you when, you know, when I, once I gather all my information. So we know he's basically catching on to the fact that ghost is ghost. Um, and obviously if ghost is sweet on Ramona, He's not going to want her to know that he's the ghost. Um, yeah, but honestly, I think Ramona cares. No, nah. brought up in the past. I feel like he don't really had that much to worry about. But yeah, I, I mean, I think if he ever came forward and told her, she, pro- I, I don't know how Ramona would react. I think she's so far gone and so in love with him at this point that. Yeah. I think it would give her pause, but I don't think she would leave him, especially if Ghost is convincing, like, hey, I'm out the games. This was me in the past. That's not me. I'm the, I'm a new man. You know, she's all about redemption, This these redeeming arcs. So I think she would probably be like, just promise me you won't ever lie to me. Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he he a liar. Right, so. right. <laughs> say, if she, she need to find out about that Angela storyline, I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, <laughs> so later we see Jason discussing with his flunky, or I guess his right hand man, uh, Drago, which funnily, funnily enough, means dragon. Um, and Tommy and he—he's basically discussing Tommy and Ghost, and uh, uh, basically he got the heads up from Dre, and we'll talk about that—that that, that Tommy was going to get taken out, and so he's like, "Yeah, I can't really trust Tommy. I don't know what's going on with him. You know, Ghost is acting up a little bit. He's getting, we're meeting in this building. I'm not sure if it's legit." And Drago's like, "Take a take your gun," and Jason's like, "Ah, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't need it." And you're just like, "Ooh." <laughs> That's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Drago tired to tell him. Definitely. So in the building, um, Jason walks in and he's hesitant. You know, when Ghost walks through that metal detector, it's all good. Jason's kind of like pausing, like, I don't know about this one. And Ghost is like, nah, man, it's okay. Just just come on now, come through. So he walks through. Everything's fine. Nothing goes off. Everything's good. So at this point, Jason is reassured that Ghost isn't packing. Ghost knows that Jason isn't packing. It's all good. So they get in the elevator and they start to talk about Dre. Um, so uh, at some point in the episode, Dre had called up Jason, wanting to be part of his organization once again. And 
you know, Ghost is like, yeah, give the kid a chance. If you don't like him, get rid of him. That's what I do. Like, he's just very matter of fact. And Jason's like, yeah, I like that idea. All right, you're smart. Um, And then (laughs) Ghost does this thing where he bends down to tie his shoelace. Right. And you're just like, bro, that's so so not obvious. Not weird at all. It's not weird at all. And so he reaches into this elevator door, but there's nothing in the elevator door. (laughs) It's, it's, it's empty. And that's when, uh, that's when Ghost realizes that Tommy double crossed him. And then as he's realizing this, conveniently, Tommy texts Jason as like, Ghost's going to kill you. (laughs) And... I'm like, come on now. Come on, Tommy. That's the only thing that popped in my head. Cause I was just like, oh, I don't know. I- I'm conflicted right now. I like I said, I can't ride with any of these gangsters right now because I'm so conflicted. Exactly. So they start fighting, they start to tussling. Cause at this point it's it's mano a mano. It's man to man, yeah. it's hand to hand. That's a good fight. Right. That's a good fight, by the way. Right. And they like close quarters. They need to do more fights like that. If there was hand to hand combat, um, and eventually Jason cheats, he has like this uh convenient wire in his pocket and he tries to use it to kill ghosts. Um, so he tries to start choking ghosts to death. Somehow, ghost gets the drop on him, takes the wire, wraps it around Jason's neck, and at this point, ghost is pissed, ghost is mm. upset. So, all that anger, all that aggression he had in his heart, he takes it out on Jason's neck and he pulls. So hard, and he's strangled so hard. that he, that the man is literally bleeding out of his neck. It's seeping out of that thing like like slime. Like it was like yeah, like he was literally squeezing that tight. I was like, geez, like the kind of anger that it takes to do something like that. Like I'm sure if if Ghost kept going, he would have decapitated Jason. Like, yeah, because he was just like that angry, like he was pulling that hard. I was like, that fight was definitely like muscle on muscle and you could just tell the fact like it was so close you could tell the fact what jason besides the fact that we got this goo coming out his neck just the <laughs> fact like the you can tell when it was over when it was just like dang jason is done like that's the end of his gangster run yeah he got like super pale and he, he basically yeah. went white like he his face turned white yeah, it was playing on these on these close-ups i was like man yeah it was it was i was just like oop ding dong jason's dead you know, pour one out yeah. for a real one. Cause I actually, I actually, I mean, all the villains on the show are like the real villains, like the true blue villains. I like, yeah. I like Lobos. Yeah. yeah, they do. They, they can get you a good villain. Yeah. I love me some Lobos. I love me the Jimenez's. Alicia was my girl. Jason was yeah. my cheat, cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Jason was my dude. So, I mean, cause they really were just black and white evil. Like <laughs> there was. Right. And they both had a gangster, most gangster way to go out, mm. which I appreciate. Like I, I thought that was yeah. I like when a I like when a good villain goes out like in a gangster way too. Like not like no little like stupid like soft way. It's right. like they was fighting to go out. I like that. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, I don't know. Jason kind of went out. I mean, he he fought, but the way he went out, it was like uh... <laughs> I guess it was messed up because it was supposed to be his weapon. I guess right. Like I, I mean, he got, he got few blows in there where i thought ghost might be a goner because he had slipped up a couple times but then with the wire coming out i was like oh shoot yeah like i'm like how do you get killed with your own weapon but yeah um, yeah yeah, you're right yeah he might he might have lost some gangster points for that one that's true that was his own weapon yeah that's what you get for cheating um so (laughs) (laughs) so of course 
Ghost is one step ahead of the game. He had this whole thing set up. So he actually takes, I mean, I don't think he planned on framing Dre, but he takes it as an opportunity because it was supposed to be yeah. clean. Like, Dre kind of gave himself up. I think, didn't he? Didn't he send him like a text or something? Yeah, so it's supposed to be, I mean, I, I honestly don't know what Ghost planned on doing, though, if it wasn't for the fact that he had Jason's phone and, he, you know, Dre conveniently was going to get framed because if they hadn't gotten into that knockout drag out fight, then he would have just shot him, but he would have still had to get rid of the body, you know? So I don't, I don't, yeah. that's like where the plot holes start to come into play. Um, mm-hmm. cause what was ghost plan? I mean, he killed Jason. So what, what's the difference between strangling him and shooting him? You know, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause what was he planning on? Especially after he found out Tommy was like not, yeah, I think Dre really helped him out on that one. Yeah. It, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, because he did, because I like, especially when you find out that Tommy is not with you anymore, what were you going to do? Exactly. So I'm just trying to, fig- I mean, maybe he, maybe the, the plan was that he would call Tommy after it was over and they would clean up together. But I think once he realized that Tommy was against him, then Dre conveniently became like, oh, I'll just put it on Dre. So he basically, so, Jason's dead. He's bleeding out, or he well, he bled out, and a Ghost drags him onto the the top floor, onto the roof. Uh, he goes into his his phone, and he realizes that it was Tommy that kind of tipped Jason off. And then he also sees like there's a text from Dry, so he's like, "All right, cool, perfect. Two two birds of one stone." So he tells Drago through Jason's phone that Dre set him up. And then he texts Dre to show up to the spot. Like, he gives him the address. So he goes downstairs, very cool, very calm, very collected. And he tells the security guard, he's like, hey, if a a shorter, slightly shorter than me, slightly lighter than me dude walks in here, you never saw me. But you need to hold the tape for him. Like, the security tape, whatever you got going, hold it. Right? So I'm just like, okay, He's one step ahead of the game. Like he has to set up, even though for me, I'm like, this is like mad inconvenient considering yeah. that <laughs> that was never his plan, but whatever. He he's on, he's, he, he thinks on his toes. I guess, I guess, yeah, I'm about to say, I guess he can think quickly. So I guess, I, I guess that makes him the gangster he is, I guess. Right. So he gives dude a burner phone. He's like, Hey, I'll call you on this phone when the time is right. And apparently he's going to pay him like a big old wad of cash. Uh, so that's the payoff for, for the security guard. Um, and he basically coolly, calmly walks out of the building. No big deal. People die every day, B. <laughs> like the, the way he... Apparently, apparently there, yeah, on this show, there's the body count for everybody. So, you know, you just walk out like you do. Yeah, no problem. So then when he's walking out, he calls Tommy. He's like, yo, Tommy, what the F, Tommy? You set me up to get killed by Jason? And Tommy's like, yeah, I set you up. You killed Keisha. So this is when Ghost is like, what? Keisha's dead? And even though he is clueless, it sounds like bad acting. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like this whole this is what I mean by slowly throughout this episode. I was tired of seeing all of these people because Tommy, Tommy is usually one that you could go to that you know is going to think about stuff a little bit more. But lately, I don't understand. I guess it's just you just get so frustrated with ghosts. I guess is what it mm-hmm. is. 
But the stuff that he's pulling out, I'm like, Tommy, you known this guy forever. Why would he do the stuff that you accusing him of doing? Like, just think about it a little bit. Right, exactly. I just feel like he's just pulling stuff out of the air. And I'm like, you know, this is not the Tommy that I like from the beginning. <laughs> it just frustrates me so much. I'm like, so he just he just randomly pulling stuff out the air like... You know, to, you know, Tommy try to kill her, try to kill Keisha in the past and miss. Like, why would Ghost do all this? Or, you know, like, why would Ghost come after Keisha so many times? I don't. You know, all this stuff that just is not smart thinking on Tommy's part that he knows the moves that Ghost will make. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. But we'll rock with it for the sake of this episode. So, you know, Ghost is very adamant. Like, why would I kill Keisha? I didn't kill Keisha. Like, what purpose would I have to do that? And Tommy's like, man, whatever. Like. You didn't kill her? Okay, well, keep your head on the swivel because I'm coming for you. The next time I see you, I'm killing you. <laughs> and I was like, dang. He's <laughs> like, I was like, all right, then. I guess we back to our, you know, vicious Tommy and Ghost Warrior. Yeah, like, geez, they were just getting along. So, Ghost had a long day. He goes back to Truth where he can day drink. And because <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's still no party. No party. They don't even club no more. He just has events there. Like where? I'm saying, like what? Yeah, like where's the club? Never mind. I, I don't know. Where's the turn up? Maybe the second half. Maybe the second half. Where's the turn up, y'all? Where's the turn up? So, mm, so just mm. turned down every day in the school. down with the lights off and ghosts just drinking at his bar. Same time. Yeah, I'm over it. So <laughs> Benny's there. And then Ghost is like, how'd you get in here, Benny? Which I thought was funny considering people stay popping up at Truth. Like, stay right. popping up. But he questioned how Benny got in there. I was like, okay. Like, you don't question when Ramona shows up, when Tate shows up, when Tommy shows up. Like, to really, all the people show up to Truth uninvited. Yeah. But Benny, how'd you but get Benny, in? how'd you get in? I was just like, okay. <laughs> Matter of <laughs> fact, Benny showed up uninvited before. I, you know what? Or maybe he was invited. Yeah, Benny, yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Ghost is tripping. He drinking too much. That's but, what I think. Yeah, going the on. security at Go- at a Ghost. The security at Truth isn't that great. I'm just going to be honest with you. Right? <laughs> like, where is the security? That's what I want to know. None. Um, I think it might have been Julio. He needs gone. Oh, see, there you go. Julio's go. Yep. See. So, um, Benny pulls up and he's like, "Yo, you looked me in my eyes and you lied to me." And I feel like Italians love saying, "Like Italians are like you, you, you lied." You know what I'm saying? You looked me in my face <laughs> and, and do, you yeah. lied to yeah, me. They do in a lot of like, movies. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a classic, that's a classic lie right line. there. So then Ghost is like, "Look, I did tell you the truth. Proctor told me that Ungar was was the was the one he was hiding from. I just put two and two together." Benny's like, I checked it out. He's he was out of the country for a month. So stop playing games with me. Cause if you don't tell me who killed Joey, I'm gonna think it was you. Like very like Godfather-ish vibes at this point. Right. Like I was scared for Ghost. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little scared so for Ghost him. Ghost is just like, all right, man, I'm I'm gonna level with you. I did think that Ungar had something to do with it, but later down the line I found out that that it was Tommy. Benny's like, I don't believe you. He's like, Come on, man. Like, what? why would I lie about that? Like, think about it. Joey thought, or Proctor thought, that Tommy was going to rat him out. And that's when Benny's like, I don't believe that. I don't believe you would do that. He's like, regardless, regardless, if Tommy thought that, that's why Proctor's dead. He's like, do you think Proctor would tell me that Tommy was going to kill him? Like, come on. Like, he, he kept us separate. So Benny starts to think it out. He's just like, okay, I see where we're going with this. 
you know, when when we had that meetup, I got a vibe from Egan. And Ghost is just like, go with that. Like, it was just, like, so convenient. <laughs> yeah, and I, remember, I remember seeing that vibe, too. But I thought when, the, when he got the vibe, I thought he really knew Tommy did it. Somehow. I don't know how I would have thought he figured that out, but it's just the way he was looking at it. I think him. he just had an inkling, but he was just like, nah, couldn't be, couldn't be. And he even, Benny even brings up Tariq and he's just like, yeah, because, you know, Tariq brought Alisa Marie back home. And he, this is when Ghost is like, look, my son had nothing to do with that. Um, you know, he he left. Um, so Benny's just like, all right, well, thanks for letting me know. And Ghost is like, you know what? I'll take care of Tommy. I'm in the process of doing that right now. Then he's like, nah, I got it. And he walks out. And Ghost is just like, hey, <laughs> do what you got to do, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't let me stop you. Because, um, yeah, look, Tommy set him up to die. Why not return the favor? Right. Yes. He's not, not worried about it. at all. Not at all. Um, and so that kind of... Well, I would say that wraps up the segment, but Benny goes about his business and we're going to keep Benny in this segment, even though it should be under Tommy's, it kind of is all related. So this is, this is the part that pissed me off. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is another Benny one. Benny shows up to Tommy's apartment intent on killing him, but instead of using a gun, Benny brings a knife and I'm like, yep. Benny, like it's way too old school gangster. Way too old. Way too I mean, old maybe school. that's because he wants to be close. He's pissed off. He he wants that like you know face to face blood. You know, he maybe he just wanted the the. That's why people kill with knives. It's because it's usually personal, and that's how yeah. they, you know. So maybe that was his motive for bringing a knife to a gunfight. But my thing is, this is Tommy Egan we're talking about. And even though Benny is like a OG, he's been around the black. Benny's older than Tommy. Tommy right. is like, you know, in this show, he's supposed to be like, what, mid-30s? Very... That's what I would guess. Very, yeah, like, yeah. in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did you think you would be able to overpower Tommy? Like, it just... I was like, really, writer's room? Like... Yeah, because it's not just... We're not just talking about like, a little thug, like, on the street or something. He just grab up and choke right. and then stab it a good and keep it moving. Like, come on now. Yeah. With Tommy, I was like, that was not a fair fight at all. I was like, come on. Like, we know, like you said, he has the, you know, he's that old school mm-hmm. gangster, but still at the same time, you got to have a little bit of movement behind that. Like, we, you know, Benny got a little gut situation <laughs> going on here. He don't really move that swiftly. I'm just saying. Benny got a dad bod. Um, <laughs> right. Like, and you got that going against Tommy. Like, come yeah, on now. It was, it was disappointing. As, I mean, because I liked Benny. So just yeah i like benny i was like come on you can have benny out like right, that but then day to be really one tommy gone so i guess it's just one of those things where you pit people against each other that you like and you don't i mean it's one of those they're gray yeah so um i mean i just wish maybe i wish he would have went out a different way maybe that's yeah. what it is because obviously you don't want tommy gone i mean i don't even think tommy and ghost can go anywhere that's why sometimes their storylines are so right. aggravating I, I don't because i don't see it happening for the show like it has to be something major but you wish Benny would have got something a little more than like, oh, I'm going to bring a knife and try right, to stab And then him. I end up getting stabbed with my own knife. And I mean... Right, again, with this killer with their own weapons. You know, Benny actually did go out with a G, like a G. He took the knife out, 
That's true, because he pulled it out. Yeah, I thought he was about to keep walking for a minute there. I was like, oh, he was, shoot. He was trying to. He pulled, he pulled that knife out. He was ready to fight. Because you even see when, when Tommy starts to, like, post up. Like, what's up? And then Benny dies from his wounds. He just kills over. And I was like, dang, I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was about to keep going. I was about to say, okay. Right. I mean, he tried. So, you know, unfortunately, ghost, ghost little plan, you know, a little convenient plan kind of falls apart there. So now, so now yep. Tommy has even more reason to want to kill Ghost because he sent someone else to kill him. Um, so I'm just like, man, what a waste. What a waste. R.I.P. to Benny. And honestly, I feel so bad for Elisa Marie. That little girl. I, yeah, that's that popped in my head, too. I was like, man, she is just. And I'm also ner- like, well. I don't know. Maybe she'll follow to uh, if we go think about like roses and fairy tales. Maybe she'll follow to the right hands and it won't happen. Because I was gonna say, what if the fact that all this happens to her and she turns, she starts that gangster life, girls up into that. She goes to the next uh, Alicia Jimenez because her name is Alisa Marie, right? right? Alicia Jimenez, yeah. Cause she's just like, I gotta get revenge for all my family members. Like all my family members get killed left and right. You know, if Tommy survives the season, I predict. If there's like another spinoff involving them, that Elisa Marie will return and kill them all. Oh, that's it. Now we talking. That's a You know what I'm saying? Like, rise up. Yeah, origin, I'm with that. I'm with story. that. You know? um, so, anyway, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> we're right. We're right. Spinoffs. So, we're, you know, we're right. Spinoffs. So, not all, like, so Ghost is having like just the longest day. So, uh, like forever right. and we're watching it I'm so Tate ends up popping up over at Truth once again another unexpected visitor um, and he confronts Ghost about being Ghost he tells him like hey I know who you are or should I call you Ghost and we're done here and I'm like bye, bye Tate <laughs> this whole thing that popped in my head I was like seriously bye, right now um, and so right. he's like yeah you're fired and Ghost is like okay you gonna tell me what to do and he's like yeah because if you don't i'm telling the entire press who you really are so ghost just chuckles to himself and he's just like if you for one minute believe i'm the man you claim i am wouldn't you be dead right now Again, again, able to slither his way out because a solid point. Solid point. I'm just but saying. Tate, he's slick too. So he was just like, and if you were the man that I claim that I know that you are, that I know you are, that we know you are, like it was just such a a web there. <laughs> they were just talking in like all these type of hypotheticals that were really not hypotheticals. Um, and Tate's right. like, you wouldn't try me anyway, because I would have been dead right now. And honestly, if we really think about it, I'm too high profile for you to F with. So you ain't got nothing on me, boy. And I'm just like, why he gotta use boy like that? <laughs> right, right. Boy got me. I was like, okay, yeah, he needs to be done. After he said boy, I was like, yeah, he needs to be done now. That's that's enough. We're, we're <laughs> and good. then Ghost was like, well, if I was the man that you thought I was, that I know I am, that I was, that you think I was, that I know you are, then you would know <laughs> that you... <laughs> And, and as at the home, at, we're all at home. Like, are we done with this scene yet? Are we exactly. done? He's like, well, then you would know, my brother, that if I was trying to kill you, you would never see it coming. But you're lucky I'm not the man I used to be. Now get out of my place of business. 
And Rashad's just like, okay, my brother. Like, they love using that word. Yeah, I'm just like, how many brothers? I, I almost started counting them, to be honest. Because that, that, that was like a long game. scene. Um, and so, yeah. so um, you know, Ghost is like cocky. He's like, you know what? You don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm off your campaign. And you will hear about my next move in the morning paper. Goodbye. Good day, sir. I said good day. So... <laughs> So okay, Tate's like whatever, man. So he goes back to the campaign office. He's all he sees Ramona. He's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. We're going to plan our next strategy. And Ramona, she drops that Uno card, and she's like, I don't work for you anymore. He's like, what? He's like, I work for Lorette <laughs> and her new running mate. He's like, she don't have a running mate. She's like. Are you sure? Would you rather hear in the morning paper? Or would you rather hear it from me? And Tate's just kind of sitting there all angry and little and whatnot. And Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> little. I, I like how. I, this is actually, he did look very yeah, little Ramona in this scene. Yeah. It's not my fault. Um, but <laughs> Ramona tells him that she is now going to be running with ghost like well with James St. Patrick he is going to be Lorette's new running mate and she walks out and she's like sorry boo and she leaves him sitting there just he's seething he's just salty as salty can be yep. Yep. ain't got nothing try to think of something nothing. don't have nothing um so this uh this next power bite power bite I'm going to call stitches get stitches um, and I really wish that someone had popped Dre, but this is the best we can do. Yeah, that's what I was getting to say. This scene made me think, why is Dre still why? here? After all the people that we have lost, why I, is he still here? I, I just don't can't know. figure it out. But Blanca questions Dre. This is earlier in the episode. Uh, Blanca questions Dre for information. So she wants to know, like, what happened with Keisha? So Dre is like, easy. Tommy killed her. Blanca's like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly how she said it. And so she was just like, I mean, it's funny because you had a lot of information. You had a lot to say when you had this ankle bracelet on. And Dre's like, come on. I was like, oh, shoot. Is this, is this sex coming in? <laughs> and so, right. Sex is rubbing off on her. So Dre's like, come on, man. Y'all keep effing with me and my family. Like, what do y'all want? I don't know nothing. So she's just like, well, I mean, this will come back on. You never know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just that nasal. That's exactly how she sounds. She started talking to my Blanca. Um, I can tell. I can tell because that's how she sounds. <laughs> it just throws you. It throws you for a minute because you don't think she's going to start talking like that. It, even though I've heard it so many times, it still throws me a little bit it when does. I hear it. Bust out. Um, so Dre ends up saying, like, you know what? You guys, you're so smart. You want to talk about my ankle bracelet? Why don't you use it to your advantage? When I got kidnapped, when I got popped by two bit and spanky, I had on my ankle bracelet. Track the coordinates. That's probably his warehouse. He's there with his people, with his, with his supply, and he'll be there too. Like, that's the information you need. Get him off the streets. So Blanca's like, okay, you do this for me and we'll be square. Uh, so, <laughs> so it turns out, I mean, she did what she had to do. That's why the place got raided. Um, yeah. But Dre's on his stuff. So Dre ends up calling Jason. That's when they start getting involved. So Dre calls Jason and informs him about Tommy getting scooped up by the feds. And he's just like, I'm, I'd be happy to make this a smooth transition for you. Jason's like, boy, don't talk to me about, you know, don't give me the speech you practiced in a mirror this morning. Like, 
don't call my phone. And, you know, Dre makes a good point. Tommy's going to be out the picture. You're going to need someone there. I got you. Jason's like, all right, we'll be in touch. And we all see, see how that worked out. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So after, you know, Jason agrees to work with him, Dre apparently got a crew together. He's just like, yeah, we got this. We going to run this city. Don't, don't. Yeah, right don't question I, me don't think don't ask me nothing just follow my rules and we gonna get paid yeah fail <laughs> fail <laughs> failure oh, man. you know Rotimi is cool yeah, but i Dre love me mr nigerian butterscotch can't say the same for Dre. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so after he gets the text quote-unquote text from jason telling him to meet him at at this property uh dre walks in and he's just like cool walks to the metal detectors like he don't think anything of it he's just like cool 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 he walks in he goes to the top of the elevator he goes into the in like onto the roof and he sees jason's body there he's like god damn it go set me up but he knows he knows this was ghost. he knows <laughs> Like he is too through. He's like jumping around trying to figure out what he's gonna he's do. Like through. he is too. So he through. knows what's up. It's it's a wrap. He's done with it. So he uh, and once again now he's caught on his roof. Um, at this point, the security guard knows he's supposed to call the cops to frame Dre. Dre gets caught on the roof, but somehow escapes. And he runs to Sack's house, knocks on the door. He's like, "Man, I'm sick of ghosts. I'm sick of him. We gotta work together." And Sax is just like, calm down. <laughs> Bring it down a notch. All right. I hear what you're saying. So he goes to get him a little gift. And he tells Dredd that he's going to help him out with the Jason situation if he does him this one favor. And we'll get to that later. <laughs> so mm. this next power bite is called Civil War. It's also called disrespectful. <laughs> I just had to get that out. The mush heard around the world. Um, yeah, so uh, Tasha and Ghost are not very simpatico right now. They are not friends. They are yep. at war. Um, so Ghost is basically upset with Tasha for not coming to Tariq's meeting with his teacher. Um, and, you know, he was like, you'd rather push weight than be there for your son? Which is ironic. Like, I had to pause on that one because it's just like, yeah, yeah, like, was, you yeah. hear yourself talking right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that not what you've been yeah. doing for the last six seasons? Like, I yeah, he forgot. He just caught up, guys. He just caught up. Just binged it. He's uh, good. He's caught up now. He's boy, good. Boy, I okay. We're going to get past <laughs> this. Um, so <laughs> Tasha's like, what? I don't think we are Angelica, but we can try. I don't like, think we are, but we can try. Like, get out of here! I got stuff to do. So he goes and meets with this professor or his his teacher, um, and they start talking about Tariq and how industrious he is and how great he is. And the teacher's like, "Yeah, because you know Tariq, he's smart. He, you know, he's flying by his exams. He's getting straight A's, and he holds a after school job. Like, how does he do it?" And Ghost is like. Also, doesn't a teacher look like he's a little high or something? Like he's looks definitely getting about high off his own supply. Um, yeah, because he was like shifting around and like I was like, dude, you way too relaxed right now. You gotta bring him yeah, in. I don't know what's going on. He's definitely on the sauce. Um, so <laughs> so when he yep. mentions that Tariq's working at this daycare, Ghost is like, say what now? 
say that again? And he hands in the paperwork. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, kids that work after school, they get credit. You know, we just need their pay stubs. I bet you Tariq's in there, you know, you know, balancing his mom's books, which kind of is the tell that uh, he's definitely on the books. All right. So at this point, Ghost mm. is, uh, he's none so happy because now he knows that Tasha is involved with Tariq when it comes to this drug game. And this is not what he wants. So he breaks into Tasha's apartment. <laughs> Smooth with it. Tasha walks in. I mean, is he though? This scene, this next scene is pretty controversial, but it's like I almost can't blame Ghost yeah. for that reaction. So Ghost is pissed. He is upset. That he's like, <laughs> Tasha, have you lost your cotton pick of mine? Like, you got our son running drugs through the daycare? And Tasha's just like, he's not running drugs to the daycare, ghost. Like, calm down. And he's like, no, Keisha, you out of line for this one. Like, are you serious? It's just like, ghost. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to keep him safe. It's like, Tasha, you're going to get him killed. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm protecting my son. I'm doing what I need to do. And he's just like, you keep this up. I'm getting your daycare shut down. And I'm taking your ass from you. So Tasha's like, excuse me, mother effer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I think that's what got her right there. I was like, yeah, this scene you is about to go left real quick. Because I know all about you. And I know you killed Ter- Terry Silver. And I have no problem going to the feds about it. And Ghost loses it he takes tasha Mm -hmm. slams up against the wall tasha starts saying i'm gonna scream i'm gonna kill you get off of me so he puts his hands over her mouth and you can see he looks like he wants to kill her like you can see in his eyes that he's going oh yeah yeah he looks like he was done yeah but he restrains himself he backs off and this actually is my favorite scene ever. Um, not, not the violent part, but the part where he's just like, <laughs> yeah, Tari- yeah, if yeah. Tariq dies, it's on you. Like, you can hear him go, like, on your hands. And he, like, pokes her dead in her forehead. Yeah. He, like, mushes her. <laughs> oh, child. Like, I, that was more just. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that was the thing. My sister does not even watch this show. And she brought, because mm. I hadn't watched the episode of yet. And she brought, I forgot what we were talking about, but she brought this up to describe how she felt about somebody talking to her. Mm. And I don't know what she's talking about, but the fact that she doesn't watch the show, but she can remember these two characters' names and she can remember the meme was just like showing you how much this scene is probably going to go down yeah, in history that- for the show. Like how much it meant to people. Cause like she did, I was like, what? What did you say now? I had to go back and look and I'm see on Twitter. It was crazy. I felt more disrespected by that mush than him you know yoking her up like that like i wish a dude would <laughs> right right that's what got me i was like that is so disrespectful out of all the things he could have did to her like we know mm-hmm. he's controlling you know we know he does but i'm just saying that was so disrespectful like all the things he's put her through like i get it oh we already talked about this Tariq does not Tariq needs to get he need to be locked somewhere and get his rehab yeah. on and get his life together he does not need yeah. to go down this drug game. But the fact that Ghost is standing there like, he missed the perfect, he never did nothing. You know, Tasha is just, mm-hmm. Tasha just losing her mind. He She she hasn't been there for the kids. I'm just like, what is going yeah. on in the scene right but now? That, that daggone mush. <laughs> That's the, oh, he is wild. 
Yeah, that was so like, uh, yeah, yeah. I was done with Ghost after that. I, I was just gonna be honest. I don't know what he gonna do next. So maybe it'll, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a monumental change. Yeah, I but mean, I was like, done. So, I was like, I mean, that was so disrespectful. The poke in the head. She needed that, but. I mean, yeah, like I'm following it. I'm following the emotions, but you just can't get over it though. Like when you just look at it, right. you're just like, okay. why can, though? We can we pause for one moment? Someone just rang my doorbell. Hold on one second. Pause, pause for editing. Oh, we'll be right back, Jamie. Pause. I'll be right back. Speaking of baby daddies, mine just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna ring my doorbell oh, at nine thirty at night like that. Like I was like, I'm, I'm talking about gangsters and people dying. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, oh man, oh, look, this you know is gonna keep life, that in the episode. <laughs> she gonna go back and edit, keep that part. Good <laughs> lord, I, I was about to get mushed in the head just now. I, well, I was about to do the mushing, <laughs> put it that way. I said, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I was saying, oh, you sound lord. like you gonna do the mushing yourself. My heart, when that bell rang, I said, who is at my door? <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, speaking, speaking of, of disrespect, disrespect. <laughs> um, we, we so we back on a mushing, yeah. So Tasha, yeah, that Tasha, was Tasha. Des- yeah. the, she didn't deserve uh-huh. it, but I can't exactly be mad at ghosts. Like I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not mad really? at it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't really. Both of them get on my nerves. Can but, I just say that? But, I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. Because I know some things about, like you said, there's some things about Tasha that's really getting to me that wasn't there before, but, you know, Ghost is just still power tripping. I don't know what's wrong with him. We just gonna move on for the mush hurt around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to describe Um, it. Yeah, we'll just leave it like that. You know what? Ghost makes good on his promise to Tasha. He calls it in. He puts he call, he calls in and says like hey someone's running drugs out of this daycare in my neighborhood there's kids there I don't want no problems I don't know I'm not giving my name so uh you know I'm saying if Blanca gets word of this you know she will take any reason to take down the St Patrick's Tasha included so they raid the daycare yeah um they don't find anything because Tasha's not dumb enough to leave her product there uh this is really the money that they're cleaning out of the daycare um but Epiphany. Mm, she good on that she's like oh oh man yeah i I was sad about this you know epiphany was one of go to she was like exactly so epiphany was like "Mm, i don't know girl and she said it's too hot out here the block is hot right the block is hot i can't do this like you you claim you got under control but you don't honey it's too hot me and my girls are out you 
you too much. And she just dips. Epiphany is like, I'm good, love. Enjoy. She's out. Natasha's sitting there like, dang, ghost. And then this, this I hate this line because nobody was there to hear her. But she was like, for real, ghosts? It's on. <laughs> yeah, because the way she said it, it seemed like it should have more impact. Just, but like you said, it was nobody there. Very flat, so. But we'll, we'll leave it alone. So she's over here just in her office yep. pouting. And of course, Q pulls up. Uh, I'm getting tired of Q. I'm going to be honest. She don't need no more booze. She got love problems. Q is a stalker. She don't need no like more he's guys. a whole stalker. I yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, he truly is. Because I don't understand. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm He's like, why are you there? He's like, I'm showing up to, I'll be like, yo, yeah. stop showing up to my job. I said we were done. Like, leave me alone. Um, right. It's like, you can't add nothing else to her but, like, a body count. Like, because you probably going to get killed. So I don't even know why you, I, like, I just, I was exactly. confused. Exactly. So he walks in. He's like, I'm here for you. I'm not going nowhere. You know, you don't need that man. He hurt you because he sees the bruises. Um, And then, you know, you need me. And Tasha's like, I don't need you. But I want you. And I was just like, uh, is it, it's almost like, like, Keisha's gone, so now Tasha is just annoying. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's you pretty know, much they, what they happened. Yeah, kissing and whatnot, and you're just like, oh man, oh boy. So later, you yeah. know, later on in this 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 episode, this is when Tommy shows up and kind of tells them like, hey, I'm going to kill ghosts. I don't need your permission. I'm just telling you. Um, and then he brought up Keisha being dead and. Tasha's terribly acted is acting terribly and she's like what Keisha's dead and of course yep. Tariq picks up on this so when Tommy leaves Tariq is like why are you lying to me ma why didn't you tell me you killed Keisha and you know she tells him the truth like I killed her because she was going to dine us out she signed some paperwork she was going to snitch I had to take care of her I had to kill her to protect the family and Tariq is like I should be protecting you and that's, you know, that's at that point when he saw the bruises. And he he's at this point, Tariq is totally against his father. Like, you left my mom for another woman. You've done yeah, nothing but selfish. Done, yeah. Now you put hands on my mother. I'm done. So, I mean, you can't help but start to, like, I almost feel bad for Ghost. Because it's like everybody in his life that loved him is gone or totally against him. Um, but he's so arrogant. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like, I, th- I think that's the part that gets me. Like, I start to feel bad, but then I'm like, why doesn't he care more? Like, why isn't, why isn't something happening to switching? It's like, it just gets yeah. worse and worse because he doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like nothing switching inside of him. Like, oh, well, maybe I should try to this or maybe I should go about this. Yeah. He's just keep, he's Definitely. just being ghost. So it's kind of like, like, no matter what. He's unstoppable. So, um, Blanca ends up meeting with Sax. It's almost like she missed him. And she tells him that Keisha was killed. Uh, Sax is like, duh Tommy killed her and she's like I'm not so sure about that um I I I saw him and he was heartbroken he was heartbroken it wasn't him um so (laughs) Sax is 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 like yeah I don't know about all that but you know Wonka's like look I don't agree with your methods but I understand why that was done and you know I want to take the bad guys down I'm so close we just need to push him (laughs) <laughs> and that, 
I was like, no, block us, stay, on, stay the on the good side. So she wants to make sense of Keisha's murder. She wants to know, you know, if Tommy didn't do it, who did it? So they decide to push Tasha because she's kind of the wink link here. So they show up to her apartment. Tasha's like, oh, great. Another surprise inspection. Like <laughs> another anonymous tip. What can I do for you? Uh, so they ask her like, hey, did ghost kill Keisha? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Zach's is like, really? You're still defending this guy after everything he's done for you? And um, there's like little flashbacks of her thinking about when he cheated on her, you know, that morning when he put hands on her and mushed her. This is just not a good time to tell Keisha that Ghost did her wrong. <laughs> so yeah, Keisha turns around and she's just like, well, now that you think about it. And then Blanca really, really ups the ante. And she's just like, well, we're looking at, you know, if you don't give us what we need to know, then we're looking at reopening the case against against your son. Um, we're going to look deeper. So it's your choice. You or your ex-husband. So Tasha's just like, well, hmm. Ghost, or not, well, James, she doesn't say ghost. James may not have killed Keisha because obviously that was Tasha. But, because she don't want them poking <laughs> around in that. So she's not going to give up ghost for that. She's like, but he did care killed terry silver and they're like well how do you know this and she's like well if you were to go to the abandoned parking lot <laughs> unit a i like how she gave this explanation it was just so drawn out i was like oh my the gosh. abandoned parking lot parking garage at the airport in the corner <laughs> you know section a if you were to go to that area there would maybe be a body in the in a car. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I could be speculating here. Just just check it out. So this is when I'm just like, hold on, wait a minute, Tasha. If you knew this entire time where right. Terry's body was, why didn't you any doing like why were you sitting on this? Like this is when the writing starts to like not make sense because it's like she yeah. just caught on to the fact that Ghost killed Terry. Like in this season is when she found out. So how all of a sudden did she know exactly where he was buried? Because you know Ghost would never tell. Well, not buried, but hidden. You know Ghost would never tell her that. I think they try to explain it in the next episode where they allude to the fact that that's where Tasha and Terry had their secret tryst outside of their apartments. I guess they were getting it in. Well, see, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't understand why she wouldn't have. But see, I thought there was a scene where she went and looked. Or I just don't understand why she wouldn't have looked she earlier. She looked for him at like his job, but like she never went to the parking garage. So I'm confused as to why she's just now revealing this information. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's some holes yeah. in that one. That, yeah, that's yeah, a there were some holes, but we'll go with it. So, because she definitely was going around for a couple episodes, like screaming, like she don't know where he is. Now she was exactly she like exactly like the coordinates to a T where he's at. So I was just like, eh, right, don't know about that one. Um, but I mean, it works out because Sax and and Blanca find the body. He's in this trunk as Tasha predicted. Um, so so she's digging around, Blanca's digging around, like looking at the body, and Sax sneak it behind, decides to go to the front of the car, and he steals the phone that was in the car. It was Terry's phone. And he uses he uses it later as like a little gift. He gives it to Dre and he tells Dre to plant it in Ghost Apartment or Ghost Hotel Room. And uh it's almost like uh do you got do you watch uh, Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse? It's like this what well, 
Well, no, there's um, there's it. a surprise at the end of each episode. It's like that's a surprise we'll use for later. Like the the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a good description for that. Oh yeah, but I just I was so mad though because I don't know why I expect anything different. But I finally thought he was doing something different because he really doesn't have any. But I mean, it's like you said, he doesn't have anything to lose. So yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Fired. But I just, I was just, I just thought like for one minute, I thought he was going to do something different. And when he, when he like stashed the phone from Blanca, I was like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah. He wasn't, he just going to do what he needs to do by any means necessary. Um, yeah. I just, I just hope Blanca is not going down to, you know, I just wanted to have like one character kind of going over to the dark side. So I really don't have a lot of hope for Blanca, <sighs> but yeah. That Keisha, yeah, Keisha got to her. But we're we're going to the final power bite of the episode, and it's actually the smallest bite of the episode, which is Sins of the Father. But I felt like it had its, it needed its own section. Um, so Tariq yeah, returns yeah. his house key. He tells Ghost, like, I'm done with you. You know, you put hands on my mother. I never want to see you again. Here are your keys. Um, and Ghost is just like, Your mother's mm-hmm. turning you against me. Uh, and Tariq is like, no she didn't no one could ever turn me against you but you like you did this ghost um and ghost is like after everything i've done for you after all i've ever done for you you know putting you in the best schools giving you the best life this is how you do me and Tariq's like you never did nothing for me you've never been my father you know they just they just go on at it back and forth back and forth yeah back and forth yeah I didn't think he was going to get knocked around a couple was, more times I was hoping. during the scene. So Ghost says he wanted more. He's like, I wanted more for you, son. Like, you're so smart. You have so many talents. This is what you choose to do. You choose to be a drug dealer? Like, my dad wanted me out the game, and I didn't listen. I'm just trying to protect you. Turk is like, I don't need your protection, and I'm telling you, if you ever put hands on Ma again, I'll kill you myself. And Ghost is like, you can't talk to your father that way. Oh, oh yeah, that's the line right here. Tariq, he cold-blooded now. He was like, don't get it twisted. You might have given me life, but you were never my father. And he walks out, and then mm. you see Ghost going, ah! You know, like, Ghost does that thing where he's always hitting stuff, and he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I feel like, it probably did it because it's Ghost, and he's just, like, full right. of arrogance right now. But I kind of feel like, like, just seeing that punch and seeing it mm. kind of close on that, I was kind of thinking that yeah, broke Ghost. Cause he's always he's always going after like I'm doing this for my kids. It's all about my kids. It's like he's always he had always yeah. had that go to. And to me, Tariq has never actually phrased it like that. Like he might have been his actions might have been different. He might have been thinking it, but he's never yeah, actually came definitely. out and said it. So it it's it's basically everyone's turned against him. His 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 earth has been scorched. Um, you know, it's it's everyone's yeah. lost it all essentially. Um, I think the only person that gained anything was possibly tasha and and gaining q but that's about it so yeah that that wraps the episode yeah um we have one more episode left in the season and we're definitely or this mid-season i should say so we'll definitely discuss yeah, it yeah um it definitely ends on a cliffhanger and then we have i bet we already got this far so i can't even imagine what this last this uh episode before the yeah, break so got we'll in definitely it. break that down and then we have five more episodes coming in january so look forward to that um so yeah those are basically my final thoughts you got anything else for us ryan before we go <sighs> nope i just gotta sigh because i know this is i know this <laughs> next episode is just gonna take me through it i know i know it's gonna take me through okay. it say less yeah. all right <laughs> well, we, 
All right, hold tight, y'all. We will see you next week. And thank you for joining us. And as usual, if you guys have any comments, questions, anything, you can add us at Black Girl Nerds, at Melon and Mommy 2816, and at November Bear. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. guys. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify. 